0: This week's episode of the True Bypass Podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Byron Amplification.
1: At Byron Amps, we put our heart and soul into handcrafted gear for working musicians, made to order
0: right here in Columbia, Missouri. Tube amps, cabs, and pedals, handmade to order. Our specialties are vintage sounds off the beaten path with the versatility to help you find your voice. Go to ByronAmplification.com
1: and see how we can help you find the tone you've always been looking for in a unique package customized
0: just for you. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the True Bypass Podcast. We are back um, with a very special guest. We are completing the tri- the Trinity. I'd say you can say trilogy. Tril- tr- trilogy. We're completing yeah. the trilogy. You're the you're the uh, you're the um, the Return of the, the Jedi, Jedi or the Dark Knight Rises, whatever.
2: I'm, I just want to be Phantom Menace. Can we do the first trilogy? <laughs> yeah.
0: What's <laughs> uh, what's the worst one? Yeah.
1: What's the the worst one? Oh I god, that's gonna to be a de- that's that- gonna be a debate in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, let's well, just we'll, we'll just well hold on, hold off.
0: That'll be the podcast from now on. Hold off. Right. Um,
1: we'll just debate the worst Star Wars. I mean, Wars real, movies. real
0: quick. What, like, what is the worst Star Wars to 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 the people in the room? Because me, it's Clone Wars or it's Attack, Attack of the, of the Clones. One hundred percent. Really? I, I even hated that when I was a kid. Hated it.
1: I Man. think I'm gonna have to go with Revenge of the Sith, just because the like the writing through the prequels is awful the entire time through. Right? Like, you get, I'll try spinning. That's a good. Tr-. Like, that was a terrible line. But like the the dialogue during the Obi Wan Kenobi Anakin Skywalker fight. <laughs> truly cringeworthy <laughs> just and it ruins in. it unforgettable
2: right. he, he like got his check already
1: He's right and like, you yeah. can see like you and mcgregor <laughs> in those scenes like almost rolling his eyes like as like the lines are being said not in a way it's like oh god here's this bratty
0: kid who's gonna be a sith lord now but just like yeah. it's a physical rolling of the right eyes. it's it's it's, a,
1: it's an unscripted rolling of the eyes
0: well there's the actual scene in which he like they didn't cut him laughing at the line uh huh. That's that's nuts. Or, or the
1: part where he's like, you know, and Anakin's like, "You can join my new empire," and you and McGregor's like, "Your new empire." Like during that, like I feel like that wasn't so much like a you stupid kid. It was just like, who the fuck wrote this? Yeah. Oh wow.
2: Uh, what's what's the, which Star Wars is the one where his beard kept changing because of reshoots?
0: <laughs> I think that might have been was that was that that might have been Revenge. revenge? Yeah, that's the that one. Been Sorry. Revenge.
2: you can't get over that like weird furby looking hair yeah. right. in the face. It's
0: nuts. And that's then the next
1: it. scene, it's completely natural looking. Yeah, it's right. beautiful. It's right. luscious. Exactly.
0: <laughs> He's a good looking man.
1: I'll say that. You know, If,
0: yeah. if, if any if any of those those uh, those prequels have anything to like, you know, boast about, it's Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Okay.
1: Was the best part of those prequels? Yeah, I mean Natalie Portman was good for a little bit, but then they ruined her for the third one. Yeah, just she about. just became crying pregnant lady. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to like,
2: like, oh, now you're just gonna be this
1: catalyst that we need these characters right. for. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like she was great in the first two. Third one.
0: I think I think like you just
1: stand over there, be pregnant and cry a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Be we, upset. we we definitely <laughs> right. built
0: we built you up as a character. Now let's bring you down. Right yeah. now let's
1: just completely make you superfluous, except for the fact that we need you to be like. The ruin of this dude. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, before we go on too much longer, (laughs) (laughs) you're right.
1: But we got got that out. Do we get to tag like Ewan McGregor and (laughs) Natalie Portman in this? I don't see why not. You know what? It's worth a shot. We'll see. I thought they were chalked up for the next show already. <laughs> <laughs> so. If we get Ewan McGregor on this show, my life will be complete. Yeah. I feel like at that point, we just have to stop at the podcast because it's like, well, where we do, we, st- where do we, we go from we'd here? We'd have
0: to stop before we had him on. Like, we right. would book him and then just be like, we booked Ewan McGregor. Right. Bye. Pretty cool. Yeah. We're not gonna do it, but bye. Here's our season finale. Right, exactly. See ya Just the news. <laughs> just the just, yeah, just the news of us booking Ewan McGregor is the season finale. It's the right.
2: thirty second podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So our we next show Ewan McGregor. Bye. Yeah, so our next show, which yeah. we won't be airing. It's been great, guys. Peace. <laughs> we'll have Obi-Wan deuces.
0: Kenobi on it. Yeah.
1: Like episode thirty two.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> episode thirty-two. Yeah. Um, but this episode's special because not only are we getting the third and uh, and the, the last member of MCD on, which we, I I'm really happy about, but we're also getting our first bass player. Right, hey, which is awesome. I feel
1: like n- no disrespect to the other bass players in town, but if we were going to get like somebody to be the first bass player, not counting you, since you co-host, yeah, this would be the this would be the person.
0: I'm not really even like a bass player in Colombia. I'm just like the guy on the podcast that. Plays bass through pedals, he probably shouldn't. Like that's me.
2: I mean, that that's there how you know if you're gonna like him or not, though. Right? Yeah, kind of get in true. there and just ruin them. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, but so I'm really happy to talk to a bass player, um, as a fellow uh, self-proclaimed bass player myself. Um, but yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about we want to talk about MCD, talk about what the things you got coming up and all that other stuff. Um, hopefully there'll be a couple tangents about Star Wars um, or other right. things. We
2: can run on forever about whatever you want. Yeah, we did food too before this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we always spent like ten minutes talking <laughs> 10 about minutes random talking stuff right just just before you food. even press the record
0: button. Right. That's For usually those how of
1: <laughs> you who who have been on the show who are listening to this episode know exactly what we're talking yeah, about because it always happens that way. It always
0: happens that way. Um, we we had a, a big
1: deep dive with the Comancheros when they came on about Star Wars. Like we went into like the toy closet and everything. It's just, like oh yeah. check this one out oh, it was... I've
0: got like a ton of to- to- like action figures in there and it was, Tanner went yeah, in there yeah, and was Kenner, like oh like my the, god those Kenners in there I don't have Kenners but no? No. I used to
1: I think my nephew had them I don't know what he did with them after he was those the crown jewels. jewels yeah, yeah like, are, they're like, they're like the super buff Luke Skywalker one where it's like <laughs> Mark Hamill's head on Arnold Schwarzenegger's body <laughs> yes. that action figure I had that one
0: yeah I'm not like I'm not like a big like action figure dude, but I just have like a box of them in there because I had like a phase where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna buy a bunch of action figures because I'm going through a midlife crisis. Whatever. Dude,
2: I have a good friend that says live every day like it's a midlife crisis,
0: and I think that's some of the I best. love that. That's, that's like great, the best advice. i right. <laughs> like, wow, man. So. I mean, when you think about it, like that's a great way to live because it's just like, man, You have no idea, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. But um, then
1: most of my days, and I end up living. Like, you know, the day when I find out that I should have a midlife crisis. Yeah. It's just like, well, this is what I'm doing for the fifth time this week. Right.
0: But whatever. You can change that. I, I There's could. still time. Yeah. I
1: could, I could go to work and then go buy a motorcycle. Well, I think you're, you're. If I had the money, you're pretty so. much
0: primed to do it right now because Borderlands just came out.
1: Borderlands Three did just come out, and so. I'm already doing like the math in my head with like everything I have to do today. It's like so. <laughs> if I do this and I'm done
0: by this time,
1: he's got like a pie chart ready. Yeah, the he's, he's,
0: he's basically that meme of Charlie Day uh, from Always Sunny, yep. and like All the- <laughs> Yeah. I played it
1: like I got home yesterday at like seven o'clock immediately went to my, my Xbox, played Borderlands till 1 in the morning. I'm yeah. not exaggerating. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. It looks, really, I,
2: it looks really good. I've never had a chance to play the first two mm-hmm. as much as I would want to. I play a little bit at my friend's house. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is kind of neat. Like I love the, art, the artistic styling behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gameplay looked like a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. I, I used to be a pretty big gamer. I've kind of like fallen by the wayside a little bit. Yeah. I had
1: two until this one came out. I was just like, "Nope, I've been and waiting." The, the dust <laughs> off, Like the I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this one. So yeah, I'm I'm.
0: I took the deep dive. I'm yeah. in it. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for the Borderlands podcast. That's uh, right. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Um, We're gonna go
1: hunting vaults now. We've got <laughs> we got Bill on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: we've got Bill talking about Borderlands. How many That's hours right. you put in, man? <laughs> Five
0: um, so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, Brent kind of told us kind of the origin of like you two meeting and I'm yeah. interested to hear your perspective on it. Cause from what I understood,
1: it sounded like a great story.
0: It was a great story. Cause he said that he, he was like basically like in a music store or something like that. Blue
1: guitar. All R- right. Yeah. Guitar. The blue guitar. R-I-P, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so can you tell, can you tell us like your kind of like perspective on that? Like chance meeting or whatever? Sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Um, so I had just moved to Columbia, uh, August of 2009 mm-hmm. and kind of still like getting, getting my feet wet in the community and kind of getting out to some shows and, and this has nothing to do with me meeting. I'm just saying like, right. first Backstory. Yeah. the first, couple, yeah, for the should, first couple Give us your origin story. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Yeah. Thing, yeah. My origin story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, That's fine. Well, the Joker uh, killed my friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> No, um, I moved to Columbia in '09. Um, I'm a transplant from Rolla yeah, shout out to Rolla. Yeah. yeah. What up, Rolla? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm not like, I always joke as being like a homosexual now. Totally yeah. homosexual. That's where I'm at. Nice. <laughs> it's my, it's my jam. That's a good term. Um, hmm? That's a good term. I know. I like it. Yeah. Gotta, that's clever. You gotta like own it. it, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, and I, I just like, I had to go back and forth from Rolla to Colombia cause I didn't find a job in Columbia at the time. hmm so I I eventually got a job in December in Columbia, so I had no longer go back to Rolla and back to Columbia. I worked like four days in Rolla, stay on friends couches, come back home for a couple of days, go back to Rolla, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Found a job, working the job at work now. Mm-hmm. Um and I went in because one of my clients, uh, liked music. Mm-hmm. And uh I got along with him really well, like off the bat. You know, I'm a, so I've been playing bass since two thousand four, so it's kind of uh you know, it's it's nice to meet somebody, especially if someone you're working with... Um, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone you're working with, uh, you can like, share that common bond and kind of, you know, help them further. Right. Um, so he wanted to go into the blue guitar. I'm like, great, hey, awesome. So I, had, I didn't know a lot about music stores in the area. So I'm mm-hmm. just starting to kind of find them and figure them out. And I think it was sometime uh, beginning of, like maybe the beginning of May maybe April of 2010, uh, walked into the blue guitar. He's checking out guitars. He's talking to the owner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just kind of walking around looking at basses because obviously six strings scare me. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Not really, but... um, And just started playing bass. And I, I don't quite remember how the conversation between brent and i got started Mm -hmm. i don't know if i went up to the front and was kind of curious because he was was working on guitars in the back Mm -hmm. yeah little section of the blue guitar if you guys have ever seen it oh Mm -hmm. yeah all right that's fair i don't (laughs) i don't (laughs) know your origin story okay that was
1: my (laughs) shop for uh for a long time and i think i think brent was the guy who put my black telly together yeah but anyway that's cool yeah (laughs) sidebar
2: (laughs) that's awesome um, hopefully it's still it's still around still uh, kicking yep.
1: yeah yep still in my room he is
2: a master craftsman let's just say that out right now yeah. Um, but there was a conversation struck up where he said he plays in a band and they're looking for a bassist and he kind of asked me if I want to be a part of it and show me some stuff on MySpace because yeah that was still popping <laughs> it was still popping it was, it was like it was like the last leg of MySpace right. I would say and I'm just like and I just got like super pumped because I was playing in bands and Rolla with my friends for years. Like uh-huh. I was in a metal band. Yeah. Like doing like, you know, triplets and stuff and right. like figuring it out and kinda like, you know, you know, fig you know, just just kinda like getting what I wanted to get down, down. Yeah. You know, as far as like how I wanted to play or mm-hmm. what I liked and so on and so forth. So joining a rock band at Columbia, I'm like, okay, this should be since I've done all this metal stuff and I can do like, you know, four and five fret stretches and stuff and I can gallop or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, like, you know, expertise I thought I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I jump into this and, uh, he's like, he listen to these four songs on MySpace and learn them come to a practice, uh, a week or so from now and we'll go through them. I go, that sounds great. And I show up and what he had forgot to tell me was he is tuned a half step down (laughs) with with a drop down to C sharp. Mm -hmm. And I learned all this in standard or drop D. So I'm like learning this in my house going, how in the world is (laughs) this guy playing this? There are zero open notes. There is nothing to ease this. (laughs) I am like, I'm in too deep. I'm like, what is happening here? So I get there and I play. the, The oh no moment. Yeah, I'm just like, this dude is nuts. Cause I'm just learning it all by ear. Right. You know, yeah. like what I hear on the recording, my best of my ability. Um, I'm just going, wow, what is, what is going on with this? And I get there and I play it. I play like one song with them and he goes, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like not, i like, a, what are you doing? Like scolding me. He's like, he was really genuinely concerned about how I was <laughs> right. playing the song. I'm like, oh, I'm just playing. He's like, did you tune down to, the? I'm like, I had no idea. Right. <laughs> what tuning you're in, I, I feel... I'm, 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 and I'm like, it hit me, I've never like really experienced different tunings as a metal bassist with my friends. We're like, oh, let's just do drop D, because it's like just heavy enough, and right. it's like what Slayer's going into, and that's heavy for them, it's heavy for us, you right. know? And I've known of other bands dropping lower, but I'm like, that's cool for us. And we just kind of kept right. it. So knowing what a half step down was began my musical journey into becoming a better musician, because... Honestly, just being with your friends, like, yeah, I'm in a metal band. <laughs> watch, watch me headbang in front of 12 people at an, at an Elks Lodge. Right. <laughs> you know, um, to, you know, actually experiencing a different thing. I've never, it's like, I've had to relearn a mm-hmm. whole bunch of stuff. and Yeah.
0: I, of course, I'm better for it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> But awesome. um, He said, from what he said, he said that you were... You were trying something out, and you played Schism by Tool. That's true, yeah. And then, uh, for some reason, he said that you played it the right way. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, knowing
1: that part of the story, and then... Then hearing what you just said, it's like, that's, that's funny in that way. You know, yeah. it's like,
2: yeah, I saw I left that part out. Yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just among like the me checking some stuff out and right, eventually, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I guess I went down, I guess I played schism the right way with the mm-hmm. right chords and mm-hmm. the right, you know, the, and I guess that just like piqued his interest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's, I, I really enjoyed him telling us that story. Cause I was like, oh, he's that's... way better at it than I am. Yeah. He's... I will
2: let him talk. Way before you let me talk, oh, like, my it, God, was, yeah. it was funny
1: though because he did the thing that we get a lot of people who come in get and, him in and trouble. talk with us, where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't know all this stuff, and then,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about, right? And then like, and an then, hour later, they right. have him shut up, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. right? So. Is that Brent? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out
2: to Brent, what what <laughs> right?
0: Um, he's, he's always just so great to talk to. I mean, he yeah. had like, um, and I'm interested to see, kind of ask about like, how is it kind of developed throughout the years? Cause I'm sure it hasn't just been like, well, once I got down to this, then it was, there was smooth sailing the whole way. I'm right. sure it's been, I, mean, I like, mean,
1: you guys have been a band for a long time. been a band,
0: by band for standards. nine years in May. Yeah. Nine years,
2: crazy. same lineup, minus one show that I was, I was popping on tour with Smile and, um and then he needed a replacement for one show. It was a big show for us in Springfield and I was mm. pumped to play it anyway. Mm-hmm. But then I got news I was going to do this thing, so um yeah. So they found uh I think it was Isaac Foley stepped in and yeah. Yeah. and just rocked it. You know, he was an awesome bass player, so Yeah. They were in good hands for that one show, but other than that, we've played every single show together. Mm-hmm. You know, occasionally adding an extra musician that we mm. like to just join in on a song or sing a verse or whatever it may be, right? Yeah, but it's been us, and it's you know, being in bands that have had a revolving door of musicians in and out, guitarists come and go, vocalists come and go.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's, it's
2: incredible. Like, yeah, no,
0: it is. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's incredible seeing you guys just you guys stay consistent with what you guys are putting out and just each other. I mean, it's like to me when I see a band. I mean, and even like the bigger bands, it's like if there's one member that's not there, I can kind of notice, you know, like, I mean, I used to be a really big fan of the Chili Peppers and it's it's a very discernible like difference from John Frusciante to somebody else, you know, Absolutely, so like, yeah. It's 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 amazing that you guys have been able to keep it you know keep it together for for that long and keep it you know consistently just kind of delivering and everything like that. I think that.
2: we've we've decided if any of us leave, it's no longer the mini colored death. So
0: that's that's a that's good place it. to be. In. We yeah. are
2: a we are a tripod. Yeah. <clears throat> and so
0: if you remove one, it's just yeah, it's just a pod, it's just a pod bipod <laughs> bipod. <Right>. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but how how is your um? I mean how's How's kind of your, your approach to bass like evolved over the years since you've been in the many color death?
2: Um, so let me backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I first picked up bass in 2004, I was 14, um, maybe I was 15. I don't know. It was December, 2004. So I was probably 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and like right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I know a couple of these songs cause I had a guitar. And I took the bottom two strings off and played bass on it. Mm-hmm. I never had a bass until, you know, December, you know, Christmas 2014. Uh, my mom bought me a, a Fender Jazz Mexico. Nice. Like, I think it's a 97. Nice. Or 94. One of those two. I think it's a 97. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's beautiful. It's, you know, it's it's an very awesome functional. Ba- yeah. Very functional. <laughs> very functional, yeah. It's it's just, it's, it's nice with work the workhorse, you know. Yeah. I still have it, yeah. you know. Um, and... I like started playing the songs that I liked and songs that I knew, so like "Come As You Are" and mm-hmm. and and Nirvana songs in the beginning. Yeah, and then I just jumped into Rage Against the Machine, which was a band that I wasn't very familiar with. Yeah, and my friends like uh, my friend Robert Armstrong. He's like, "Dude, I love Rage Against the Machine." And I'm like, "Who is this?" And he showed me some things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "I'm very interested in this." Right. So we just. Uh, he like burned all the CDs for me. Yeah, burned all the CDs.
0: <laughs> Cops.
1: So, so, yeah, he just gave only them to ninety me. kids remember. Nineties kids remember. Only yeah. I mean, yeah. nineties kids. Are, yeah. you,
2: are you from two thousand? Right, just a beat that <laughs> guy oh, exactly. He does not remember burning CDs. But I think I still have like the old four co- the four copies of all of their mm-hmm. albums, mm-hmm. and just running through album after album and just teaching myself every single song because I love the way. That he, you know, Tim Comerford plays. You know, yeah. he's
0: he's understated. He's super
2: good. He's so in good. the pocket. He's like one of my favorite bassists. He's he's a he's a tone junkie. It, it sounds yeah, so good.
0: Right. I love I love the uh, the kind of the mystery behind his tone because he apparently uses like quite a lot of pedals, but he keeps it a really like hardcore secret. Like, yeah. Um, there but,
2: was a rig rundown. He was like, "There's a bunch of stuff here," and he's like, just showing the main things. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of keeping like, right. Yeah. There was always the a distance, little bit yeah. that was, and it's like just enough too to where it's like, it's nothing overpowering when right. he's yeah. already playing. You know, he's not trying to disguise anything he's doing by oh, exactly. any means. And I just kind of like, ooh, it's funky. It's in mm-hmm. the pocket. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't sound super difficult because it really, if you think about it, those songs aren't the most difficult in the world. There's right. some unique chords, unique like time things, yeah. and it just kept my interest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, let's, just, let's, let's play that song again. What's this effect? Is it an auto wall or what? What's he right. doing there? Mm-hmm. It's an over, and I like mm-hmm. started learning about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, in my metal band, it didn't have a single pedal other than a tuner. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so go figure on that. Right, like, right. That, that could have been more of like a funds issue, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I know what that's like. We um, all
2: been there. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm just gonna play through this tuner. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the tone, man. Hopefully, like, the tone. hopefully, I can get some static <laughs> right. going into my you know, right. or like the ones that are built into the amps. the, yeah. the, the overdrive oh, button. Oh my God, those suck. Oh that man, was, <laughs> my
1: first amp was one of those amps that had like effects built in, and it, it actually was a pretty decent amp, but. Now that I've got, like, the real versions of those, I'm just like, this is way better. Oh, yeah. man. Way yeah.
2: better. So, yeah, learning through all, all, like, pretty much every single, if not every single Rage song mm-hmm. that they were had on recording. And then just, like, going, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Like, that's where I started. Keep, keep going, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah so, so uh, Raised the Machine, like, nailed it, loved it. So, I formed this, like, funk feel to yeah. the bass a little bit. And it's, it's metered. I'm not like crazy wild all over the place. I, I was never really a big slap bass player. Mm-hmm. I'm still not really a big slap bass player. I do it for fun here yeah. and there, but it's not like an integral part of my playing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Right. I'd just rather be like driving and, and do little cool noodle runs and stuff yeah. and, and make it interesting because that's what I would want to listen to is mm-hmm. something interesting. Right. Going back to Rage, it, would, it kept your interest. Mm-hmm. It may have been rep- repetitious or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was fun for me. I'm yeah. like, Ooh, it's cool. Little corny yeah. things about little small yeah. little groovy things. Just loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I kind of incorporated that into my metal playing, mm-hmm. um, with driving galpy parts. And then we have, you know, verses with some more bassy things and, yeah. you know, back and forth. But I guess coming into Columbia and into, into the mini color death, they were on that same page, but then they're also listening to Cohen Cambria and right. Rush and and I was a fan of Mastodon and so were they. And I'm like, Oh, this is awesome, mm-hmm. but I didn't play like, you know, like Mastodon. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a Troy Sanders player kinda I love the way he plays too, but um, you know, it's the fact that we all liked similar music and then things that I didn't know about that they would show me and it became more apparent that that's what they're getting their, you know, uh, their influence from right you know and it's just having those two other people who who have the talent and the ability they do really keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it makes yeah. you become a better person oh yeah through your instrument and you know makes yeah. you be a better player because i have to be
0: right yeah. if i want
2: to be a part of this i have to keep up with brent and Shay. oh exactly yeah. that's it yeah. shout out to Shay, by the way I didn't <laughs> shout out to you earlier shout that's out that's right <laughs> So I mean, if that answers anything you asked ten minutes ago, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it, I've it, had to become better because of them,
0: right? It's and it, the, that's the one thing I really, I, I, I kind of tried to tell. Uh, I was trying to, I, I probably told them, but like uh, I tell Shay and Brent all the time is that you guys fill, you guys fill each role so well, but you guys, you guys definitely have like a cohesive sort of way of like. I mean, kind of supporting each other in the roles, I guess. is like if like with you and Brent, it's like if Brent needs to go on a solo, you know exactly kind of what to do to fill a space. And that's what I really, really love about you guys is that like, um, and in the rhythm, the rhythm between you and Shay is just, I mean, trios in general just kind of blow my mind (laughs) when I see them. So, but you guys in particular, it's like. Um, you got, you and Shay just have such a great chemistry rhythm wise. And then, but to be able to also kind of back up Brent in, in that too, is it's, it's, just it's, it's gotta be mind blowing, but mind boggling, I should say. It's just
2: more, I don't, I don't don't ever think of it that way. Yeah. I don't think of like, what can I do here to make it to where the the thickness doesn't drop out of the song Mm -hmm. or that it's losing something. I never approach a song that way I don't and I don't know if any of us does in that sense at least on purpose we're not going okay what can I play here to kind of beef it up yeah it's just what feels right mm-hmm. does that make any sense yeah. like yeah no, something like this and sometimes Brent will have a suggestion for what I should do for a part you know we always bounce around ideas um and we keep it like a democracy for the most part mm-hmm. except for when Brent's like hellbent on something yeah. he'll go look this is I really want it to be this way and we we understand that you know these yeah. are songs and that, that for the most part he's come up with like you know almost every single song at least right. the riff or we've come up with riffs together while like freelance jamming uh-huh. yeah. we'll just, if we just show up to a practice and one of us starts playing something nine times out of ten someone's gonna jump in with something random and wild Yeah, and then Brent will just start soloing over it and then we'll just find riffs in that we'll have like ten twelve minutes before, show, before we practice yeah of just us just riffing on stuff. And that's how we come up with some of our, like, most favorite songs. Or he'll bring, like, I made this at work today. And he'll just show up with a riff. Yeah. And we'll record it, like, on a phone Mm -hmm. or on, like, a little Zoom thing. And then two years later, we'll come back to it and go, oh, that's (laughs) a cool riff. And we'll just make it a
0: song. That's dope. (laughs)
2: Things need to, like, sit on the burner and, you know, kind of...
0: That's always been my recommendation for bands is like, if if I am any authority, I would say like, if you get together, like before you even play, just get, before you play any of your songs at practice, like sit there and jam.
2: Dude, remind me, I'll show you some stuff on this phone after this is all done. Oh shit, okay. (laughs) Just stuff we jammed on, like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, we, we don't ever try to be perfect on it, but you can... Hear unique things, and then they can go, That could be a cool part of a song. Yeah. That could be a neat interlude right. for something. Or, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's always a like chorus part it, or something it, like that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's genius that you guys keep it all together, too. I mean, like keep it like on a phone and stuff. Right.
2: There's a record of it. So we, we right. try. I mean, sometimes we just jam and go, We should have recorded that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit, and We good. go,
2: oh, Yeah, we should have. It's all right. We'll remember it. And then we we won't remember it. Yeah. We'll go, let's just, let's just record that little riff part then, real right. quick. You know, so.
1: I I always hate it when I'm playing in my room and like I, I come up with something and I'm just like, Oh, that's really cool. But then I try to do it again. It's like totally just not what made it good in the first place. Cause it's like now I'm trying to remember it as opposed to just letting it happen. And so then I immediately just get way too up in my own head about it. So yeah, it's, it's great that you guys do it sometimes like right then and there.
2: We've been disappointed before (laughs) (laughs) we've gone like, Oh man, that was really cool. That thing. And like, we just can't find exactly what we were doing, you yeah. know. So but some songs are lost forever.
3: <laughs> uh, that's a
0: bummer. Um, but you guys, um, and you guys just recorded. You guys just released, I should say, the uh, your m- most recent album, okest which I love that title. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best. Um, we were we were both there for the the release show, and that was such a mind blowing experience. That was it was a blast. Yeah, of, of all
1: the, the shows that I've been to this year, I think that one might be my favorite because. Everybody was there, yeah. and it, it was, it was like one giant party. We oh, we yeah. like to
2: treat shows like that like family reunions. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's very much, much what it felt like. And other bands alike, just kind of coming together and yeah. celebrating something. And like you said, like ninety years into the game, if you don't have that, like what what are you even doing it? Yeah, you know, yeah, If like, you yeah. yeah. you can play for yourself all you want, but right. like if you can share your creation and and your you know, like your band fam, kind of like together. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just it's it's magical. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. Um, and uh, and going off of that, what's kind of been your? I ask everybody kind of this a similar question to this, but like, what's been your kind of perspective? Um, coming from it, like almost like as an outsider to Columbia and seeing, it almost feels like your kind of your kind of perspective is seeing like all of Columbia develop into what it is today. So what's kind of been like your kind of perspective on the whole development of the scene in Colombia as it is now?
2: Um, so there was a time where it didn't seem like it was a lot of, uh, let me reword that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had an idea and I was like, uh, I'm not reaching where I'm, I'm not <laughs> reaching my point. Um, in the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning right? let's just get that out of the way. It just it felt like there wasn't a lot of room for rock bands. Uh, there were some that were kind of established and had a decent crowd, but they it seemed like they were like kind of falling off, getting ready to stop what they were doing and mm-hmm. and go and continue lives elsewhere. Yeah, um, I it was. Uh, it was lackluster. Right. I felt like we we, we kept doing what we we're doing. We're like it'll get better, and you know, no worries. And eventually, it did. But mm-hmm. I feel with bands that have have built and grown over the years into the the community, into the you know the the music scene, yeah. whatever. It's uh. I have no idea how to answer that question. What? I'm Sorry, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, if I can find a way to explain it, it's nice. How about that? It's, yeah. been, it's been nice to see that it grow from nothing into this. It's such a unique blend of different music styles and just different people and different mm-hmm. walks of life and different yeah. ages, and everyone just kind of coming together and going. Listen to you know the, the JG Three. Listen to yeah. you know the Comancheros. Yeah. Go listen to Common Economy. You know, go listen to. You know, and there's and everyone's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Go listen to all these bands because they're all good, solid bands, they're all great people, you know. Uh-huh. And I mean that with every band in Colombia, you know, Sans, maybe a few, about, who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, right. some bands I don't know, yeah, some people I don't know, bands right. that are just starting, yeah, you know, don't ever get discouraged, like, yeah, definitely, things get better. The people here are awesome, everyone's accepting, yeah. Uh, it's
0: it definitely feels like it's, 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 I mean, I say this all the time, but it feels like it's, it's not getting, it's not getting any worse. It's getting, it's either staying great or it's only getting better. It's you know
2: a I mean? slow increase slash plateau at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. At least. Yeah. Um, I'm interested cause I, I the, 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 some people have touched on this kind of, who have been in the, the scene a bit, but do you think there was ever a time when you said, you guys said to yourself like, Maybe it's just not happening in Colombia, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: and I don't know, like we we wouldn't know why i mean we've we've chalked it up to possible like you know college town, yeah the the people in the in the age group that we would attract the most are only here for x amount of time, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't want to invest into a scene they're not gonna be here for for you know right a, five a, years from now, four or five yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, so. We're like, okay, that's fine. So we still have the, the rest of the town to conquer. Mm-hmm. And we love, I don't know, I, I love go- traveling. Like I know Columbia is going to be here. I know we have our fans here. We mm-hmm. have, this is our home base. Yeah. But nothing really, it's, playing an awesome show in Columbia is is the best, top. Mm-hmm. Second favorite, going to a different town where people have no idea who you are. And then just going, all right, we're going to, and like watching Shay put her drums up and watch people in the crowd going, what is she? Whose girlfriend is that? Like, oh, right. Yeah. And and then she gets down on them, and they go, right. "Hmm, this is going to be." And we're like we're lugging in Brent's like eight, twelve. And yeah. It's all, it's all Byron. Yeah, shout out to Byron. Byron, right? <laughs> um, but it's like, and then it just the, the the three of us who don't look like we'd ever talk to each other in any other like circumstance, because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I look like a hobo. <laughs> I need like a beard trim and a haircut.
0: <laughs> Whatever. You my dad, my dad
2: always weird. said uh, he has his hair styled by the prevailing winds. <laughs> so I'm like, I like that. Like gravity and the prevailing winds. That's what it was. Yeah, but that's that fair. already
1: sounds like a really great like salon name. Like, prevailing I, oh, I, winds. I go to the prevailing winds to get my hair done. Yeah, dude, I'll
2: go in with you, man. All right. Yeah. I'd have
1: no idea how to cut hair. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. Look that's, at my hair. I don't even know how to point.
0: style it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, start a business. Don't know what you're doing. Hair dryer. Yeah. America. Yeah.
1: Exactly. That's, 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 <laughs> we won't we have like scissors or, or like clippers or anything. We'll just have hair dryers be like, it's America. Gravity and, and the go. prevailing winds. Right. Man. Yeah. America,
0: America, where you can have a catchy phrase and still go for the job that you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Despite <laughs> having no prior experience, oh, in it. zero prior experience <laughs> exactly. whatsoever, no
2: experience, need, need apply. Yeah. <laughs> the story just, just, of America. I'm good at business, it's right. whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, Go, be able to go up onto a stage and play in front of people who have no idea what you're going to sound like. who have mm-hmm. never heard of you who are confused by you know, being a three piece. Where's the vocalist? Where's the black leather? Where's yeah, the, yeah. you know, where's <laughs>
1: what's going on? Like
2: what, you know, like
1: where are what, all the cliches that we associate with, you know, and
2: that being said, that stuff, yeah. you know, I'm not, I don't want to put anybody down for that so much. You right. know, do you enjoy yourself? If you like to look, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just don't feel comfortable up there. You know, in like chains, and right. like, or you know, like I don't want to wear sunglasses. Cause I got regular glasses. I gotta see, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. Here, it's here for function, not for fashion. Right. So exactly. I've got these little like hoops in the back of my glasses, just so I could headbang like a madman.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, but to and then when we hit the first note and they go, like when Chase checking her drums, that's mm-hmm. the yeah. first
1: like they're like, wait a minute, we're casting
2: the right. the rod out into the sea of like unknowns. I like, yeah. have no yeah. idea and they go good lord she's hitting like a madman no kidding yeah. she's blasting like through her drums into yeah. the floor and then, then the crowd shows if there's a crowd of you know like, we've played for two people before mm-hmm. not even the bartender stay in that show just our <laughs> friends but that's that's what i like to do the most is go out in different places where people haven't seen us yeah. you know i, I always you know, it's not not the most it's the second I did say second. Yeah, <laughs> Columbia shows where it's with your friends. Right. Always a blast. Yeah, always number one has to be. That's your home. Mm-hmm. Got to take care of your home.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. Well, that's 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 interesting. I like I like I liked all that. That was good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll he, drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink
0: to that.
2: Um, I don't even remember what the question
0: you asked was. <laughs> I, like, I, was
2: I don't either. <laughs> I was but talking about
1: that went off on such a really great tangent. <laughs> yeah, there. The, I
0: mean, we were just talking about the scene in Colombia. Oh, that, I mean,
1: I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, love most, the scene in Colombia.
2: Yeah, love the scene other places because we're welcome there too. Right.
0: <laughs> and the whole thing, I think a lot of people share that perspective as well. Is like no one, you know, I don't think anyone says to themselves like, like no band who wants to be successful is ever says to themselves, <laughs> I, just, I only want to play at my town. No right. one ever says that.
2: I I, <laughs> I mainly like playing other towns also because of how talented Shay and Brent are. And when Brent like there are some songs where Brent just hits those super duper highs. They're like yeah. not even on the album. He just does it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like wailing. Ah! And people are just like, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> like, they just
2: lose their collective mind over like what
1: is happening? Like I haven't seen that since the eighties or oh, you know, yeah. whenever people always love high notes. It's wild. Every time. Yeah. Like when we talk when you talk about uh what is that? Uh, Take On Me. Yeah. Dude hits that yeah. Yeah, people are just like yeah, like that's the best part of that. They song. They always or, sing it before it happens, right. <laughs> or try to, and then you know it's a way too flat mess.
0: Yeah, they always cite that song as what's that song that goes like yeah? yeah. What's that song? Like what's what is that song? Right? Play,
2: you guys are gonna play that song? You guys are gonna play? You guys gonna play in a day or two? Right? Can you, can you imagine
0: being a DJ and having like like just like people come up to you all the time and just be like what's that song The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having like a, like a whole like a whole line of people just, right that's 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 like that's like they don't
1: know the name of it they don't know who does it they just like know it, yeah
0: I'm writing a sketch comedy right now where like a DJ's sitting there he's got a line of people and he's just like every single them they just screeching <laughs> at them right they're just like they're just or, or just or, like saying like their favorite part of the
2: song yeah. what's that song with the Vegemat sandwich
0: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's
1: something, that? something you can dance if you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. What's, what's uh, that metal
0: song? The one that ooh ah,
1: ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It goes, it goes da 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 da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's all great. Did you you, you? you had something you
1: were? saying I did, and I've completely forgot it now. Okay. <laughs> nice. I'm not the only one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. That's we,
2: the, that's why I like having Britain and Shay with me at most interviews because they are super eloquent. Yeah. Not it's eloquent.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that the word? Eloquent.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. See even I didn't even know if I was saying the right no, you're, word yeah. or not. You're good. They speak real good and they, <laughs> they uh, talk nice. They talk with they're per-
0: good with them words. They right?
2: have they have purpose when they speak. Mm-hmm. There, there is clarity, yeah, in understanding what they're talking about, and I just go, yeah, I'll just hit those strings real hard, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, my technique is awful when I play bass, but that's <laughs> for some reason everyone likes it because I have enough bass and no mid in my mix, right. to, yeah, for anyone to care. It just goes, da, da, da,
0: da, da, da. people bob their heads, so I think it's cool.
2: Right. People like it. I hit that. I hit my overdrive, and it's just like a little bit louder, a little bit louder and dirtier. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do.
0: I
1: think this is a good Sieg, though. So. We're, we we're, I think Can we move did into you, the gear did, part? Did yeah. you guys
0: start off as a pedal podcast? <laughs> we Netflix. did
1: We have our <laughs> own origin story
0: um, Our origin story was We talk we, about gear a whole lot Yeah we sat We, we were basically like sitting we, we we had like a whole week where we were just sitting on a couch Like dude like this fucking pedal is so cool And then like we <laughs> right. would just talk about or this a pedal guitar or amp or whatever It's yeah. so cool And then we were like dude we should make a podcast And it was like Oh, Nobody want to listen to that. Nobody would listen to that. <laughs> and then we, were, I, I, I was like, "What if we just had musicians on?" And then we, we, we did that. Right. Then, That's awesome. Yeah. So. Shane and I want to do a cooking show, dude. <laughs> do something there is me.
1: there is a good precedent for that.
0: So there there there's a there's so a market for one, that. We're, we're that. a food
1: one, band. So. One yeah, there but. is a market for that. Two there is a precedent for that. One of my favorite bands is Drive By Truckers, and um I can't remember what album of theirs it was. But to do like the promo leading up to the album, they had their bass player, um, do like cooking with cooking with Shauna, and she's like, <laughs> "This is how you fry chicken." And sometimes I rub fried chicken on my bass strings because I like dirty tone or something like nice. that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm <laughs> watching. It. And I'm just like, "All right, cool, new album coming." But then I'm like, "Man, I really want some chicken now." Yeah, good like, job. Yeah, so there's a market <laughs> for it. Yeah. We, if you all go in on that, we we should do like a joint thing where it's like. Somehow we, 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 we I want to be the food tester. Exactly.
2: That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. I like to eat. Yeah. I like to eat too. Yeah, we'll just we'll all be testers, but you'll be like the special guest every single time. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll
0: be your Gordon Ramsay. Like, I like it. Just yell at it and throw it across <laughs> the table. I love yeah. it. Just you don't even eat it. Just yell at it. Right.
2: <laughs> just so get right, call right call up this into, fucking bread. Just get right up into it. Just yell at it. Right. Like point or just, at it. Just,
0: You're just, just yelling at You know, like or a, just sing "Take on Me" to it.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the level of note, the, the higher the note you hit, the more you approve. So it's just yeah. like, e-, it's just like. Uh. E- (laughs)
0: But if it's like You know Rocking your world That's when you go The more my The more your ears bleed The more I like it Exactly Yeah um, anyway, we'll work on that idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, right. like you
2: dream big, and you gotta trim the fat. Exactly, <laughs> <Trim> the, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, lot, lot the, of fat to be trimmed on that one. On a little bit. Look,
0: here's here's the fat. It's the it's the high squealing that's really annoying. I, right. I like <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I think we need more high squealing. <laughs> more high squealing. Less food. Less just, food. <laughs> just just a hours. Just right. an hour of you. Yeah. Yeah. At <laughs> People on the street. <laughs> I could even like like even like dress up like Bleaker from or Beaker from uh, the Muppets. Yes, yep. like you get your
1: hair all wild and shit, yeah. dye it red. That's gonna happen. Just walk around with your eyes like super big all the time.
0: Yeah, we're just basically just tr- talking about me creeping people out. Exactly. At yeah. Point. yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll listen to it. <laughs> just <laughs> just just listen to it. Keep it an audio audio like an audio medium. That's it. Just, just but I feel like lasts, they gotta really. see
1: if, if you're gonna be like <laughs> no, Beaker, you no, gotta look it's,
0: like Beaker. That's The mystery, yeah, or like, the, you'll I mean, know yeah, what's happening. It's
1: like a Wayne's World, who was a uh, screaming Dan or whatever, where it's just like it, they come in, or it was handsome Dan, who is actually this dude who is completely like not handsome, like at all. And then, and then like, like
2: the, keep it like a secret the whole time. Right. Yeah. It's
1: like, Oh, we got handsome Dan here. And then like, he's like balding. Like he's, <laughs> he's got like the cul-de-sac haircut. He's, you know, wearing like a windbreaker jacket or some shit. And uh, anyway,
0: my new goal now is to just make a podcast with just annoying sounds and then be able to say that I heard two people like two college girls talking about this new podcast. Where it's just annoying sounds, right? That's I mean, my whatever the opposite like- of
2: ASMR is, <laughs> <Right>?
0: yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just laugh like SpongeBob for. Or an maybe hour. it's maybe it's so annoying that it ends up being ASMR. It like pulls the circle or whatever. It's
2: like I'm just getting real, real relaxed right now. It's, it's like, real it'd, be like it'd be
1: like the death metal of ASMR. This yeah. guy's just banging pots together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Empty
0: I'm, ones. Empty, yeah. and I'm just like super chill right now. Right. <laughs> I'm just so chill, man. <laughs> the like, background is like
1: clang, clang.
0: Be on, yeah. be on like, a, like a drive, like a long drive, and be like, oh, well, you should check out this podcast. They turn it on. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll have chainsaws hitting chainmail. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The chain, it's the chain podcast. Double chain. The chain gang. <laughs> chain gang. Um, so we were talking about gear for a quick second, right. Wait, so maybe, look, 13 right. maybe thirteen seconds. Maybe thirteen seconds before
1: we went off the rails, there, right. Which is is not to happen. It happens sometimes.
0: I do. Well, let's let's talk about gear though, because my,
1: my, my first question with this: is I've seen the pictures and I I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> I mean it's it's a base. Okay, you're playing it. Yeah, it's probably. got a Fender neck on it, but it okay. the body is not like a P bass or a jazz bass. What the fuck is that?
2: Are you talking about the cream and black one I I play? I uh, guess it looks white. white. Yeah, it's white. I, I call it, it's like a really like, yeah. creamy white. It's really it's I'll just it's white. Okay, it's, it's not bright I, white though. Right, it's like a dingy white. I call it cream. What the, the fuck is that? It is. It's been a, driving me. It's a Fender insane. Urge bass. It's it's a model from Stu Ham. Okay, It's like that's his very first like signature model that he, I guess, had part in getting done. Yeah. It's a short scale. Uh-huh. Um, the, the body's, I guess, his own unique design. Like I don't know if it's his or he, I'm sure he worked with people. But, right. Um, And it's just, I love the short scaleness of it. I love the uniqueness of it. Like people will always ask you about it. I'm like, Here, it's, it's super light, right. so I can sling it around like it's a weapon.
1: And, it, and it's not, <laughs> I've never seen one anywhere else.
2: I think it had standard jazz pickups in it, and Brent like shoved some hot stacks from Seymour Duncan into mm-hmm. it, and uh, it just growls. I just love mm-hmm. it. It's thick. Uh, yeah. it's, it's got a, like active preamp in it, um, right? You know, bass cut, bass boost, treble cut, treble boost, volume, yeah. and then to, you know the switch pickups. I always just kind of ride in the center of both. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't. know, It's just unique enough, and it's a Fender. Like I've mainly, except for maybe twice in my life, and currently I guess still one, um, owned Fender bases. So yeah. like my first base was a, uh, like I said, the Fender Jazz, mm-hmm. made in Mexico, ninety seven, um, which I still have. We put some modifications on it, better better bridge, um, uh, you know, a nicer pick guard. And yeah, the, the metal like spot where the you know, where the pots and where the, mm-hmm. the knobs go. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like a plastic pick yeah. guard all the way through. Yeah. So Brent like upgraded it several years ago and made it nicer. I uh, put a black pearl pick guard on it instead of the white one I had, but same base all in all, you know? Yeah. And my second base, because that base got stolen when I was younger, we, we actually recovered it. Oh, um, my mom cool. oh, bought awesome. me a Fender RB5 main Japan mm-hmm. five string bass from Fender. Oh, okay. Um, which I'm like, ooh, once again, I was in a metal band. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I can use this B. Ooh, and, right. I, it's lower. and I right. never used the B. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I don't know how to use it. I'm an idiot. Right. And so I just tuned the <laughs> string down to D and we played. St- <laughs> 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 this B is really getting in the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I had the Fender RB5 for a while. I bought a Rogue. Uh, fretless from a friend for like 50 bucks at school had it for a little bit Mm -hmm. that was more for fun like just Mm -hmm. kind of mess with it never actually played it out Um, and then I bought whenever I joined up with MCD I had my Fender four string I sold the I kept the five string had the fretless for a while um, and started collecting these Mm basses because as you do when you have money and you're an adult you figure it out and you buy basses but I don't like selling them so much I'm not big on like selling instruments. I I don't I don't have a whole lot of them. So
1: right. You're right. I I started as a bass player and then the band that I band air quotes that I was in in high school that you know was totally going to go all the way and play Wembley or whatever the fuck um I found out that my my friend at the time had been playing bass too and he was way better than I was at it. Um but I I'd had it was a red fender P bass like candy apple red. Once I had been playing guitar for a while, I sold it because I really wanted a Strat. Mm-hmm. Regret it. I regret getting rid of that bass. Not that I, not because I don't like the Strat, but it's just like, oh man, I kind of wish I still had it's a, bass. a solid bass. <laughs> it was, it was a great bass. It was, it was amazing. Um.
2: Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I, uh, so RB5. I came to Columbia. I was playing on the Fender for a while, and I stumbled upon. I went to like a pawn shop and found like a Specter Legend. I think that okay. was. Yeah and it was like real colorful and the the pickups were emgs mm-hmm. in it i'm like i was playing on like whatever they had there i'm like this is nice it's tight it's mm-hmm. it felt good and so i played that for uh, about a year year and a half something like that um and then brent calls me up he was working at music around at the time uh when they first came into town he goes dude Come into music around. There is a Fender Urge here. It's really awesome, and I went in and saw that creamy yeah. white base. And I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm interested. I'm playing it. I go, this is this is too easy. Like, it yeah, feels right. good. It's so I traded in my Spectre Plus like a hundred bucks or something mm-hmm. for it, and then I also got like um, I, don't know, I think I may have gotten like my original 810. With like no Tolex there. Mm-hmm. And then I also bought uh Ampeg Portaflex 500 501. I had that for years, that setup. Yeah. And I moved the Ampeg to like different cabs here and there. And then I eventually got the Byron cab that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um and I so I eventually sold my my Rogue Frelis, uh, my Fender Rb, and a few other instruments. So now I'm only down to um let's see, my my Fender uh jazz. The Fender Urge. Um, I have a Fender uh, Kingsman acoustic bass. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, I remember seeing that at the uh, at the when you guys played the JPS show. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I love that thing. I think it's really cool. Yeah,
0: um, That's and I have a fun
2: show, I love. have an OLP five string from like uh, Music Man. Yeah, it's like the knockoff. It's the OLP, the officially licensed product. Yeah, I guess yeah. They're, they're the only ones that can officially release a copy of it. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I got that for cheap online, uh, so I can play with Bardock because I was in Bardock for a little mm-hmm. while. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember
0: hearing about Bardock. They Those are, guys uh, are a blast. Yeah, but
2: it's, it's it gets wild. Mm-hmm. It got wild. <laughs> <laughs> can attest. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. And then as far and you're running, what amp are you running right now? Are you still running the Portaflex? No, so or? the
2: Portaflex crapped out. Um. And now I'm like a. I'm a beta tester for a Byron Iron Horse. It's a 500-watt yeah. solid-state amp that he has created in his lab. That's yeah. like, it's like two pounds. And I'm like, yeah, dude, i love to, I love to get an amp from you. He's like, well, I'm working on a solid-state. i go perfect. I'd love to however much it's going to be and yeah. just do it. So I got it. He just goes, here, break this. <laughs> Essentially... <laughs> I'm like the tester. If it can survive what I'm doing, right? You know, I play. We play a lot of shows. I'm I'm rough with my stuff. I'm sorry. Um, If it survives what I'm doing, whatever failed, he'll. I'm sure he'll improve on. And so far, so good. Things running hard. It sounds awesome. Yeah, people are. I, I we've had to bolt it down to my Byron 15. Because it kept rumbling off of the cabinet. It's so light. <laughs> yeah, it's so wow. light and it just pumps power. That's awesome. Like, I've never seen the go cloth move as much as it does now.
0: That's awesome. It's,
2: it, in fact, I have to, in the practice space, I have to set the cabinet and then my pedals in front of it. And, and it makes, like, the, the one of the latches on my pedal board rumble with all the air <laughs> pushing. Wow. It's a, it's a plastic latch. It's like... Prf, prf, I yeah. thought the cabinet was like farting out a little right. bit. I'm like, oh, it's just this plastic piece because right. it's pushing out like like a super soaker's right way of air. Yeah. It's
0: ridiculous. It's yeah, those things are not, uh, I played on one. Um that was the same one. You played on mine I played on I think I played yeah, I played yeah, it. Play he on painted
2: hairs. it. I said, dude, paint it gray. I love gray. Gray and you know, gray and yellow look great. And he sp- like spray paints it like duct tape yeah. color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is even better. Yeah, right, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um it's
2: like it's silvery but it didn't like dry the same way So yeah. I'm like it's a weird looking i love it right
0: the thing and it handled shout out
2: to byron yes right <laughs> again byron, again, again. <laughs>
0: yeah um and that thing handled pedals so well like yeah. I, I i ran uh, when i was over with him he had like his little
2: 410 hooked up in the corner
0: he had the the little um the one he inher- like i guess he inherited from somebody um he he had the he I think it might have been like a Gallagher Kruger or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, that one. So, um, but he, um, he we hooked that one up, and I don't know if it was yours, but it was the one he was like whatever one he was like. Cause I think you creating had it. Yeah. Whatever that, one was, he was, that had
2: to have been the one. And he said, really, he said okay. he came over at one point and okay. played through it and loved it. And you like, you would settled on it right there. Like that is something you wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk too much about like the behind the scenes of, of what he asked me, but, um, that's fair. <laughs> that might be, that might be, uh, an up and coming thing, uh, here in like a couple months, hopefully. But, um, he, when I played it, it played through pedals so well. And, uh, like it took drive just so well, like yeah. unbelievable and like the exact way that I want it to. And it, for me as a bass player, but he, um, uh, when I heard it too, I guess at the, uh, did you have it at the, at the release show? I don't think I did. Okay. I think I was
2: playing through, uh, he has a red amp. I don't remember what it is right now. Uh, I did play 3A Byron, but it wasn't. Okay. I don't think it was the Iron Horse. Okay.
0: Um, but I've seen you guys since with the Iron Horse. And that thing just, it it like, it just cuts so well. And it also like, I don't it's know. It's just a has, nice
1: full sound yeah. too, it's With a th- like a it's little a thick boy. Exactly. It's dummy thick. Boy thick. Dummy thick. Like, yeah. <laughs> But it's got like such a nice like growl to it too that I was just like, man, if I played bass, that's what I'd want to sound like.
0: Yeah definitely um now you know <laughs> right
1: exactly <laughs> Fender urge right <laughs>
2: and, and into then it, a byron
0: as far as uh, as far as pedals are concerned what are you kind of using
2: so to reiterate before i joined the Mini killer death no pedals yeah like mm-hmm. um brin's kind of helped me like get into that more i still don't play through a lot of pedals anyway yeah like, i noticed that most of the time i just kind of like drive straight through i'll hit that overdrive know when it's necessary Mm -hmm. to kind of fill out or whatever maybe or when i think it needs something Mm -hmm. um and that's a big muff pie that i that i'm playing through um is it the base big muff it's the base big muff okay the little green one the little small green one yeah so it fits on the pedal board yeah
0: god i love those things
2: yeah there it's that's my first overdrive it's still been my only overdrive i think i've had a couple jump up like i played through byron's green concussion Mm -hmm. uh, a couple times at a practice and i was like i was okay with it you know but I mean, it was, it wasn't, you know, I've felt more comfortable with the, the pie, um, brand loyalty or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, it's probably get a Byron pedal because (laughs) (laughs) brand loyalty. You've got an amp, so. Yeah, I got an amp, a cab, time to get a bass. Come on, (laughs) make it. (laughs) But I mean, I, I, so I got a a tuner. Everyone's got a tuner Mm -hmm. hopefully, um, it goes, uh, the big muff pie the bass big muff pie which i keep pretty growly like a little bit more than my normal tone mm-hmm. just a little bit of a, a mm-hmm. volume boost and real kind of a thicker you know the thicker overdriven tone which i like you know yeah. mm-hmm. not too much it's not wild
0: it's not like you know those things can be as subtle as you want them to be That's absolutely like yeah. it's
2: yeah it's a little more than subtle right yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. A little bit, but yeah i but mean it's it, subtle yeah. it's
0: just like some fuzz some bass fuzzes. it's just like you turn, wow. you turn them just, on and it's just like Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they just sound horrible. And yeah. that one I I love how you can you can open it up as much as you want, but you can also kind of keep it, you know, almost as just like a I don't know, have that like weird, like sort of like compressed sort of sound that I kinda like. Like a, mm-hmm. like a, a like driving like a compressor. Yeah almost. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right.
2: Um I have a pog from electroharmonics.
0: Okay. And it's... Now you're speaking his language. No oh, yeah? Right. <laughs> okay. So, before we... Before we t- well, just backstory. <laughs> okay. One of the many legends of this podcast is since we started... Recurring themes. Recurring yeah. themes is that I... Um, years, years and years ago... I'm just going to tell a story real quick That's while you're in the know. middle of talking. I'm sorry. I don't care. Um, <laughs> this is your show, man. <laughs> so, w- years ago, I had uh, the Big Box Pog. The, the very original, like the Jack White one that he used... And it was my favorite pedal, like ever. Um, fell in hard times as you always do, and I ended up selling it to Will Reeves at Center Central. Central, yeah. Um, and it still it's still there. Essentially, I think I think John Galbraith said he used it on his last record. Nice. So at um, least it's getting some use, and right? It's still, and I have a little bit of pride in that, you know. So, but ever since then, I, ever since I sold it to him, which is back in probably like 2012, 2013, I have like wanted one so bad. And never really like found the time or found like a good deal. Finally found one, and like it's it's sitting. I think it's sitting under some pedals. Yes. Uh, yeah, what there. a way to take care of it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <I laughs> this is going to be, 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 be the base of this little like
2: pedal tower I'm creating. <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> right.
0: Well, I love it so much. I just oh shit on man, it. it's, let's yeah, just yeah, th-
1: it's, there are seven other petals sitting on it right now. Yeah, it's fine. But, it can handle it. Right.
0: It, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got hair in his nugs. Uh, <laughs> Um, but he, uh, but no, the um, said <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, he. sure the, did. It's my, it's one of my favorite pedals like ever. <laughs> I think the 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 sub frequency that you can get on it is insane, and it's like unparalleled to anything. To it, me. The, the
2: fact that uh, yeah, so if this pog that I have is anything like the one you're using, which I assume it is, but yeah. in a smaller box.
0: Are you using the one with the knobs or the faders? Uh, the knobs. Okay, so it's you, the
2: it's the it's a red pedal, the yeah, same the size micro-pog. as the
0: yes. Okay,
2: yeah, um, yeah, that sub it's so responsive. Yeah. Like both the sub and then the uh, whatever the other one, the treble one. Yeah, the, the, the
0: octave up. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm not like so I, I only use it for a few spaces here and there in songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it in Tomahawk during the second verse. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I use it during, uh, uh, better, which is a song off the new album. Uh-huh. I love that one. Um, yeah. I, so oh,
1: like I, every time I put that record during, on, that's during the, the I go during
2: to. the verses, um, we like, I am so yeah. I'm playing the, the, my bass parts with the pog on, or I was, I was supposed to be, I don't know if it's on there or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be that way. I do it live regardless if it's on yeah. the album or not. Um, but that was a fun little, like, I was curious because I wanted to get, like, big... You know, I, I'm a, I'm a moderately big King's X fan, so mm-hmm. anything I can do to emulate right. any kind of, you know, Doug Pinnock yeah kind of a sound, which he's got the 12-string. Yeah. I don't know if he has it anymore or not. Maybe he has, like, a pedal now that he emulates it, but he, for a while he had a 12-string. Yeah. um To just get that sub and that octave up sound. Right. Like, let's just get this pedal and mess with it a little bit. So, yeah. though I haven't used it for a lot of stuff i'm sure i'll use more of it in the future and get get more into like groovier stuff with it yeah it's just mm-hmm. like ease in, i ease into those things i'm kind of safe when it comes to, to effects i don't know I yeah don't know
0: why no that, and that's that's cool and i the, i i think that there's something to be said for somebody who can do what you do with less you know with less not not like i would i if i was listening to you guys i was like i would i would think like Man, this bass player's probably got, like, the biggest pedal board to get that sound. But, like, to be able to pull it's bare off... It's bones, man. Yeah, to be able to pull off what you do with, with the, you know, the least amount of possible, I think there's a testament to that.
2: Thanks, man. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a synth pedal uh, on my pedal board. It's a bass synth. I have, cannot for the life of me remember what the brand is. I've been as maybe?
0: Was it the Boss one?
2: I No, it's not a Boss one. I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. Um, but It might be a boss <laughs> 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 if I wish I had pictures or I wish I have brought my pedal board, but I just use it for the okay. kind of like a sound, it's yeah. kind of like very similar to a Tom Sawyer growl. Okay. Meow, yeah, uh, just at the end of a set, okay, just to go and like hit it and do weird stuff, yeah. Um, I don't really use it in any songs, um. You know, it's Just kind of for fun. Yeah, it's probably taking up some space. I'm sure I can find something I can use and put it there, but I haven't. I <laughs> yet. mean, you say
0: space, but you're, you're like you're saying that you don't. I mean, you don't use a lot, so I mean, I'm sure you. I, I say fuck it, keep it on there cause, it's still fun. Yeah, <laughs> you, I think I think there's 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 everyone should put room on the pedal on the pedal board for fun. I'd yeah, know,
2: you know, my my last spot is a uh, is a cry a bass crybaby wah. Okay. that i use live for for like whatever Brent's doing wall stuff like mm-hmm. in uh oh like so like, like pray for me when mm-hmm. he does wall stuff and he's like wah, 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 you know so i'm like i kind of like use it there and kind of like get wild with it and, yeah um yeah we just there's a couple other songs just for fun mainly live but yeah um i don't think i've recorded any wall stuff live, like for for an album yet okay you know but, gotcha Live stuff. I think most of that's there, toys for me to play with. Live, <laughs> right, definitely. <laughs> Which I'm having fun with. So that's
0: that's all what that what it's all about. I think. But um, and so what's what's kind of your approach as far as when you're like looking at gear, like or when you're when you're kind of like diving in on stuff. Price, price, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Um,
1: pour one out for the homies like on I've, that one. Like yeah. see,
2: like I've never really been one to go. Ooh, I need to get a new base today. Yeah, like the bases I have work. I think they sound good. No, I, I, you know, Brent follows that whole rule. Like if I see a guitar I want, I'm going to like sell other guitars, mm-hmm. get the guitar I want, or and then like build another guitar, sell these. He's had such a rotation guitars in and out. Wow. And I'm like, that's wild. Like in my eyes, man, that's wild. Like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I've never been like super duper into buying a whole bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. selling a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, and I'm not putting it down. He's awesome at it. You know, he, he just knows he he he, stuff. And he, he, he's really found his sound and what he yeah. likes and he just accentuates it super well. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Live and, and recording and he's very knowledgeable about it. I'm more like... I'm like working like, I like work like a working man's basis like yeah. I, I want things at work and they're sturdy yeah. and they are reliable every time yeah that being said i'm sure i've had my fair share of gear mishaps yeah <laughs> but but i mean you know if if something's not broke why fix it right. I guess.
0: well and i think brent's approach went, from what he said was that he he's more or less chasing the sound rather than the gear i guess is that yeah if he know if he knows that um I think it, I'm trying to I'm trying to paraphrase him or something, but he said that he he just doesn't have a lot of attachment to gear and it's yeah. more or less like however he can get a means the, to an end. Yeah. However, yeah. he can get the sound. I believe that. that he, 100%, he's looking 100%, for. Yeah. yeah.
2: I feel if if someone goes that tone was really good, I go awesome. And then it's like, <laughs> then I'm like, where was that? Like, what was I doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do that again. Yeah. If we just maintain a constant good tone. Right. That
1: sounds great. Yeah.
2: yeah like, thanks. I'd cool. Like take a picture of it and put it on my phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's all you need that's is just was, someone yeah. to tell you
0: it's good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then so, I mean, as long as what I'm doing is recognizable, mm-hmm. it, it fulfills the purpose and I can hear it and people can hear it and, it's, and it sounds good. Yeah. You know, I've I found it. I just want to play. Right. I like yeah. to play. I like performing. I like writing. I like recording, though it gets tedious because mm-hmm. they're waiting for me most of the time to get a bass part right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like the process. I like yeah. the process of all of this, you know, and yeah. though I may not be like the biggest gearhead and know, you know, the most, I'm, the, I'm not well versed in delay, phaser, flanger. Yeah. It's, you know, I know. I'm like, oh, that's nice. What is that? And Bray's wow. like, that's a phaser. <laughs> I go, thank you, man. Like, I'm so he glad. Does, you-
0: he, he does the rock star pours. Right. It's a phaser. It's a phaser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll
2: do that live, too, and it cracks me up every time. Yeah. We'll He's like, that's a phaser.
1: Bro <laughs> <laughs> like playing
2: big chords. Right. And I'm just like, yes. Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's like a little- As a guitar player, though, it's always the best feeling, though, is when you get to do that a little bit. you just like... This is that one pedal that does that one sound. Crang. He'll
2: he'll physically say it into the microphone to the crowd (laughs) while we're playing a concert. (laughs) (laughs) Like if we're playing the show, he's like, that's a phaser. Like gets right up on it and tells everybody like now you all know what this is. You're going to church today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to learn something.
0: I love it. I, I love it when you guys kind of like the one of my favorite parts of the set when you guys were playing the album release show and you probably do it every time. I think I've heard it every time, but towards the end of the set, you kind of you guys just basically just go crazy. I love that. The little
2: jam out session at the end. It's
0: like a little jam out session and we're like Brent's down on the on the on the thing and you and did share like riffing out and Brent's just, just like hitting Brent, all of his
1: pedals basically he's just, he's he's
2: there was a time there where we had like a, a kid's like a child's like space toy laser gun, <laughs> and he would put it on his pickups, and you're like from the laser gun getting picked up from his pickups. That is going awesome. through, and he's like putting that through, you know, like through pedals and through effects, <laughs> oh, and it's getting wild and out there. And Shane and I, it's it's always organic. Yeah, everything we do after the end of Tomahawk, if we have time is an organic jam out session, yeah. which is how, once again, typically if we're lucky, how our practices start. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, random stuff. We'll mm-hmm. play something that sounds good and Brent will come in with a, with a solo. So we, we like, let's just start doing that live. And yeah. it just became, it's starting to become more and more of like a staple of what we do. You know, yeah. we play Tomahawk last cause it's like the first song we worked on together as a band. Yeah. And we jam out because that's what we do. Like in you know in our natural habitat, like that's where we're comfortable. We're like, let's just make something, even if it's wrong. You know, like if I make mistakes, it doesn't matter because this is this is a genuine moment for people to get in on Mm -hmm. and share with us, right? Like it's yeah, listen to my mistakes. Look, I'm messing up or I'm playing the same bass parts over and over again. It doesn't matter. This is you know it's as stripped down with air quotes as we can get as people and as musicians for the crowd and for our fans. This is kind of like the, the the backbone of what we do.
1: So you know, w- would you say that that's like one of the more relaxing parts, where it's just like you know, what, and here it is. I may never play this again. So if I fuck it up, absolutely, whatever. Yeah, it's it's
2: like once you don't play Tomark, which is like still difficult to play. Yeah, and I'll still mess up parts of that song. Yeah. You know. Um, being able to jam out and do whatever you want at the end yeah. without repercussion is like, it's, if it's a release, you know, yeah. it's like, right, yeah.
1: we're done. It doesn't matter. I can, right.
2: you know, and I can
1: play out a key. I can, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah.
2: That being said, you don't want to on purpose. Yeah. Right. You want to try to make it good, right? but if you do, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It's the moment. It's the energy. It's the, you know,
1: it's but just a release. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Did you have anything else, Bill? I did not. No. I think that's a great way to end it. So. Um, but yeah, uh thank you so much, Preston, for coming on yeah thanks guys this Appreciate was a good one it. it's it's been real um, I'm glad we finally got a bass player on. hey <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: it took almost a year I'm, um, I'm
0: glad I'm called a bass player, so <laughs> yeah, um, if uh bass players out there, look, we got one Um hey. come on uh so yeah, so but we, we um, want hack
1: while- while we're on that we do want to put out you know we're not just for guitar players or for you know if you if you're a music writer, yeah. That would be fun, or a drummer, or a, Shay, or a drummer, a oh, drummer. We had Shay, Shay on, we had Ryan Hobart on last time. Nice. Yeah. If you're a singer, you know whatever it is you do in this little, you know, um little space of ours. Don't yeah. don't laugh at me. It's you a just, it's a pretty fun space. This is a it's a, you know it's a fun space. It's relaxing. Yeah. I mean I meant spaces in like music like and Oh, I thought you meant physical like the yeah. room the room we're in. <laughs> the r- I mean, it is yeah. it is a it is a neat little room. Yeah. Um but like you know, it, whatever you do in the music community, if you feel like you've got a piece to say and you want to come say it, talk to us. Like we yeah. are not we're not oh no, you must play guitar or you must play, you know, this or that or whatever. We'll 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 fit you in.
0: Yeah. So so yeah, um, but anything, Open is anything coming up for MCD that you want to talk about?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. So September 21st, we're playing in Lawrence, Kansas, which has nothing to do with anybody here, mm-hmm. with uh, Rad Key. Uh, I can't forget, I, Like once again, on the spot, like I'm not the one who remembers all these things very well. <laughs> That's why I have a like a running calendar in my phone of all of our events, because I'll yeah. forget things on a whim the same day, probably right when you tell me I'll forget it. Yeah. <laughs> um but we're playing September 21st in Lawrence, Kansas with Radke. Uh, we may be having some stuff coming up in October. Uh, October 25th, keep your eyes open. Oh, if, you shit. Like, if you like getting spooky and if you like food, Oh shit. that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I probably shouldn't have said that. So <laughs> Spooky food. It's time to get reprimanded by the beta when I get home. <laughs>
0: Just Shay and Shay and uh, just
2: Shay and Brent, just there with like
0: rulers ready, to... with the with the like the dimmed light on, and they're sitting on like the 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 family couch. Like, mm, where have you been? Where have you been?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. It's anything, past curfew. Yeah. Anything after that, then? Oh, uh, I think no. I, I don't remember anything we've officially announced. Just okay, again. cool. So I'm gonna keep it at that. All right,
0: gotcha. <laughs> well, uh, keep it. Uh, if you guys haven't already, um, go check out MCD online. Um, MCD on facebook uh again you guys are all on itunes all the albums are on yeah, iTunes. yeah
2: everything's available digitally digitally um, wherever you do pretty it pretty much anywhere you want to get that digital goodness yeah over
0: there so yeah
2: i think for out for, for a while we were on a russian BitTorrent site so <laughs> if you're in russia hook it up dude right bro, go get it because we can't stop you we're way too far <laughs> right. away
0: yeah um can't stop putin you're right oh man can't stop almost we'll stop yeah um so yeah go check them out um their newest album okayist is amazing Um, yes we've talked about it pretty constantly um so go check it out and then uh if you're in lawrence kansas uh on late september uh go see them and then keep your eyes peeled for maybe something in october yeah yeah but uh we'll call it a day there um and we will see you guys next week
1: have a good one see (laughs) you